Hi there, welcome to Where's Wilmington. I'm Lisa Kapala, and I'm very excited to talk to you folks today about the Mass Memories Roadshow. Specifically, Wilmington's going to be having one of these. And if you don't know what that is, by the end of this event, you surely will. So next to me on my right, I have Carolyn Goldstein. She is the Public History and Community Archives Program Manager. Wow. She is from UMass? Yes, and next to her, you all know, this young lady is Charlotte Wood. She's the Assistant Library Director. So they are here to kind of guide us through the process of what we can expect and how you can get involved with the Wilmington Mass Memories Roadshow, subtitled Your Place in Massachusetts History. So I guess we should probably talk to you first and kind of tell folks what the project is, and then we'll talk to you a little bit, uh, Charlotte, about how Wilmington actually is going to be part of this larger-than-life event. So feel free. Thanks for having us of today. Course. Um, I am from UMass Boston, and the Mass Memories Roadshow is an event-based digital history project where people are invited to come. Anyone connected to a community is invited to come and contribute three, up to three photographs about their connection to the community. And at the, the Mass Memories Roadshow, we scan these photographs and allow uh, contributors to describe them and say why they're important to them, and we add all of that to uh, an online digital collection at openarchives.umb.edu for everyone in the world to be able to see, for educators and researchers to be able to use these materials to learn more about the history of wow. a given town. So on the day of the roadshow, uh, members of the Wilmington community will have an opportunity really to teach and learn from each other about their experiences in the town and with the town's history and have a fun time. Uh, connecting around that. Wow. Now, that's a lot, what she said. <laughs> that's a lot. Amazing. First of all, do we know how this project began? Because what an undertaking. It reminds me of some of the other things I've heard about uh, community histories for other events like the Holocaust and so forth, you know, archiving history, because once it's gone, we don't have it. But how did this particular project take off? Yeah, so we're, um, we're almost 15 years old. Right. Uh, we were established in 2004. Um, by my colleague Joanne Riley, Riley, who started the program, really out of an event, um, an effort to develop materials for educators about local history in Massachusetts. Right. She was working with an initiative called the Massachusetts Studies Project, and finding that a lot of communities just didn't have recent materials or materials that represented the changing demographics of Massachusetts in the late 20th century. Right. And so she said, what, what if we do something like the Antiques Roadshows where we invite, invite people to bring their treasures and we um, scan them like the American Memory Project, which was a, one of the early digital library projects that the Library of Congress was doing right. around then. Um, and we kind of combine those two things to collect materials that matter to individuals and to communities in Massachusetts and begin to build a more recent contemporary uh, collection to document the state. Okay. Obviously you're very excited about what you're doing. Why do you feel it's important? I think it's important for a number of reasons. First of all, um, 
a lot of the historical record um, in our society is held by the families in our communities. Right. Um, archives and libraries, um, museums can only collect so many things. So the Wilmington Public Library, I know, has many uh, historical collections, but there's always going to be a limit on what they or the historical society or any any one or group of institutions can collect. And um, so families are important um, sources of historical information and we're looking to support family history right. and those, fa those precious family resources um, and find a way to, to copy them and make them accessible so that um, people can learn right. learn from those materials. And Charlotte, I know you're patiently waiting there. I will get <laughs> no, to you in one moment. I just oh, want to yeah. ask you one more yeah. question about yeah. all of that. Don't you also feel it's really great that it's being saved on the internet? Because more access. I've been to the Hardin, Ta Hardin Tavern once, I think, and I've lived in this area forever. So people don't always have the access to the history. It's good that this is available to see online. Don't you think that's an important piece too? Ab absolutely, Lisa. I right. can tell I th tell you, you know, you totally you, you totally, you know, get it. Yes. Um, and it's a really, um, there's a really important aspect for us is that we make this available, make all these ma materials available to the members of the Wilmington community, but also people in Massachusetts and people throughout the world who, um, for one reason or another, may be curious right. <laughs> about the history of our communities. And uh, this is a chance for any person, uh, any community member, to really be a part of a history that will be preserved and shared with the world. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right, Charlotte. Thank you for bringing this to the studio. And yes, go right ahead and I'm jump just right add in. One jump more right thing in. to that about the local history is that the library does have a local history page on its website, and we have been digitizing um, older photos uh, that people have brought to us, um, so that we have begun to make them accessible to the public. Right. And you're right, there is a lot that's not digitized, but we've started, and we will also get a copy of the um, roadshow. Um, materials that are scanned on the 30th and be able to add them to the library's local history page. So Wonderful. So thank you for coming mm -hmm. and bringing this important information mm -hmm. to the studio today. As I was saying, how did we get Wilmington involved with the Mass Memories Roadshow project? So this one will be called Wilmington Mass Memories because it's Wilmington. Right. But the whole bigger picture is Mass Memories. So how did we get Wilmington involved? Well, I had heard of um, the Mass Memories Roadshow um, quite a number of years ago, it was kind of, I had an awareness of it. It was probably when Reading had their road show, which I don't remember what year it was, but I just had an awareness of it. And then in the spring of 2016, an email came through to what we call the general list from Spencer, Massachusetts. They had um, held a road show and were singing its praises, gave links to the project handbook and the archives. And I just held, I held on to that email in my inbox just just kind of, uh, and, you know, I just kind of kept it because hmm. I, I don't know, I just kept it thinking okay. that maybe one day. And then in June, uh, maybe it was May of 2016, I met with Terry Marciello, at, uh, who's the Elder Services Director, sure. to talk about programming for seniors. And she mentioned genealogy and I mentioned the road show and she showed some enthusiasm. I said I would look into it. And that was sort of the, I'll call it the kindling on the fire that got it going. Right. And I sent her information. She was interested. I reached out to Terry McDermott, the town curator. Sure. She was interested. 
Now this is June, and the application for the roadshow was due middle of July of 2016 to hold a roadshow in 2017. So since they were interested, I contacted Carolyn, and she was able to come out within a week. We got a, a small group together, library, the two Terrys, and after hearing about it, we decided we'd proceed. I filled out an application, started reaching out to community partners, and found out we were ex our application was accepted in September. And part of the, uh, I know Carolyn will talk about this as well, but part of the success of a roadshow is to have a number of community partners. Right. And once we got the green light, I continued to reach out to community groups to enlist their help into having a successful roadshow. Because the more people that we invite to attend, you know, of course, the better the turnout. Yes. And libraries don't stand alone. We have Absolutely. a number of groups in town that have um, constituents that they can invite. And right. Actually, I know you have a little yes. sheet of paper there. Let's show just the back of that you were showing me earlier. Yes, uh, you've got a, quite. I know we probably can't get a close-up of that, but that's a full half page cover. there of, of yeah. people who are supporting this effort. Yes, and we ha I have a list of community partners nice. as well. I mean, so uh, WCTV is, TV is one. Huh? We have the town hall, public schools, 4th of July committee, community fund. I'm, I won't list all of them, but um, you know the churches, uh, or several of the churches, several of the youth um, athletic leagues. Um. Charlie, are you surprised by the, the level of enthusiasm and support you're getting? Or is this, you know, is this something you usually see from our community? Well, we have, the library has begun reaching out to the community in a number of, uh, or community partners in a number of ways over the last, I'll say, five years, which has been terrific because it does form friendships and strengthens our ties with these community groups. So I wasn't surprised. I was pleased, yes. but I wasn't surprised. Uh, Wilmington has just great organizations, and they, they are, they've been very supportive of the library and vice versa, so it's been a good I would say please, not surprised, I'm but glad. pleased. Mm -hmm. Now you did mention in there application, and when we hear application, we think application fee. So let's get right into that. Uh, how, how does the process work? And you also said accepted. Well, why wouldn't they accept Little Wilmington? I want to <laughs> know about that too. So you have to apply, and how does that work? Right, so um, ultimately our goal is to hold Mass Memories Roadshows in all of the communities of Massachusetts. I'm glad to um, And so everyone is welcome yes. to apply and um, partner with us to organize an, an event. We can handle about four a year, uh, approximately. That's and a that, lot. That varies, yes. Because we're going to talk about what actually goes on. Right, so, so um, we do have an application process. In fact, applications just closed on Friday for 2018. Wow. Um, and uh, we'll be uh, soon reviewing those applications to make a plan for next year's calendar. Right. Um, but it's a short application that asks communities to tell us who they are, right? who, who lives here, um, and that they, we ask um, project directors like Char Charlotte to put together, just as she did <laughs> uh, beautifully and has continued to do, um, a broad representative uh, group of members of a planning team right. who are um, really equipped and ready to reach out to that entire community, right? And that's what—that's uh, really what Charlotte and her whole team has been have been doing. Okay. And that once they demonstrate that, which Wilmington did well, to say we're ready, we've got these people, we've got—we know who we are. We've got these people to organize a successful event, okay, and reach out um, and and get the word out like we are doing now, right? And you're helping us yes. with it. Um, then we will accept those communities who seem really prepared. Yes. 
Um, and some towns that aren't as prepared, we ask them just to resubmit and okay. revise and we work with and them. And there is a fee involved with the process. And yep. how is that taken care of? Either of you want to speak to that? Yes, sure. uh, we've asked our community partners for donations and uh, the Rotary, uh, uh, the Historical Commission, and the Sons of Italy have come through with very generous checks and we've reached our our um, participation right. fee. And it's not super expensive, folks, just so no, you know. It's, it's very reasonable it's, for what you yes. get. And let's actually talk about the nuts and bolts of what you'll get. First of all, I have the Mass Memories Rose Show handbook right here. You guys can print that out. How would we get this? I guess, would we go to your website to get that? Very fascinating information here, by the way. Right, that's on our website. You can get there from um, openarchives.umb.edu. Um, that's why I would suggest that you start um, to browse the collection to see the almost 10,000 items we've already collected um, across the state of Massachusetts. Right. Um, and there you can um, download a copy yes. of, of the handbook if you're really interested in the nuts and bolts of how right. we organize. Um, the handbook is really intended for for um, Charlotte and her planning team, as right. well as more for facilitators, but Here. for if you really want some heavy-duty information, mm -hmm. it's very well written and explains all of the work you've done and how you do it. So let's talk about what we see when we come to this event, which is going to be when September 30th, right, uh, from 10 to 3 at the high school cafeteria. All right, the library just didn't have enough space, yes. so. We'll and you bring uh, up to, th what is it, three photos, right? Yes. Bring objects, too. Can you bring objects, too? You can. We're mostly set up to uh, scan photographs and two-dimensional documents. Yes. Um, but if you have an artifact that's important to you, that you want to bring, we will figure out a way to accommodate uh, photographing that as well as documenting a description of what it is and why it's important to you. Um, the idea is that you come with materials that you think are important that tell your Wilmington story or that tell a story, uh, a part aspect of your personal history that you want to uh, preserve right. and share with the world and right. have, have accessible. Um, and once you come, you'll be guided through a series of stations that will allow you to um, make a final selection of those and then also describe them both um, collecting the basic information, name, date, place, that type of thing, right. but also tell, uh, share a personal story about those materials. Then we scan them, we move to a, a scanning station, um, and you, you keep your materials with you the whole time, so you never give them up. Right. Um, I want everyone to be you know, aware of that. Um, and what we're doing is we're making copies. Um, and then after you've done that, that basic sharing, you have an option of sitting for a video interview to share the story behind your photos. Um, and that's not really an interview, a question answer thing. It's more of sort of open-ended, let the camera nice. roll. My picture of my Aunt Mary, who was in such and such New Dorothy's parish, blah, blah, blah type exactly. of thing. Exactly. Right? Okay. Yeah. And then from there, Keepsake Photo Station is next, right. right? So that's kind of cute. That's an opportunity to be photographed with your photos and take a souvenir home nice. um, as a reminder of the day. And then we actually add that photograph of you with your materials to the collection. So we have a full document of, of everybody who was there right. that day. And um, then as an added bonus, if that weren't enough, we have the Preservation Station, which is a really cool option. Let's tell folks about that. Right, and that feeds into really exactly what I was saying earlier about the importance of family records and family photographs. Um, we're really looking to support 
um, individuals who want to care for their materials who really just don't quite know how to do that. I mean, I know I have, I'm guilty of having boxes of unorganized uh, photos so that- Not in plastic, not yeah, taken exactly. care of, right? So um, my colleagues are all archivists, professional archivists, and they have mastered the art of how to really, art and the science of how to take care of photographs and how to make scrapbooks that really will preserve the photos. And at this station, we uh, provide advice to people who want to uh, learn about how to do that. We have some sample catalog catalogs, sample materials, um, sample photo albums and scrapbooks just to see how it's done. And if you're interested in getting started to kind of move that project forward in your own household, you can. Okay, and then the very last one would be local history. There'll be a local history station too. So you can learn more about everything else Wilmington while you're there too. Right, so that again is back to the partnership with Charlotte and her team and um, we really look to uh, the Wilmington team to put that together because you all are the experts about the history of Wilmington and this is an opportunity for people who may be newer to Wilmington uh, want to come share their story but don't know as much about Wilmington's past as, say, Charlotte and Terry McDermott. So Terry McDermott will be there that day, Yay. the town curator. A couple of things I'd like to add yes, please do. is one, in terms of time commitment that day, it's about 30 to 60 minutes, depending on how much you want to write about your photograph and if you want to be videotaped. And the second thing is, anyone that lives in Wilmington or has, or works in Wilmington, I do not live in Wilmington, I work here. I will be there that day with photographs. I, I work at the library, so my photographs are going to be from the library, my memories of uh, being there. Uh, and anyone that's gone to school here um, uh, is welcome to come. You can be, have lived in Wilmington for a year or worked in Wilmington for a year, you can come. You can be here for three, three generations and you can come. So we just want, again, a cross-representation of- uh, How about just come. Just, just come? just come. Just come. Just come to the event. So I had some sample yeah. photographs. For Take instance, people think, see. oh, what would I bring? Only three. So I know that's let's make that point again. So as as a participant, you want to bring along three, three photographs. photographs yeah, that sort of is your Wilmington, your whatever it is you'd like to share yeah. about Wilmington. So since I work at the library, I'd probably bring a photograph of the library. This would be a sample of something I could bring. Nice. Photograph of the library, and I would write a description of it. I might talk about when I started to work there. A little bit more of a personal aspect of uh, of my connection to the library. I'd probably bring a picture of the staff and talk about maybe who's in the photo, the year it was taken, so there's some history captured there. And then I might bring a photo of one of the library events. Uh, and this photograph is from one of our after hours concerts. We close the library on Friday nights on occasion and we move the furniture out and we turn the library into a venue. It's unique to our library. I don't know other libraries that do this. We've been doing this for about eight years and it's part of the history of the library that I think is, uh, would be fun to share for future yes. generations. So those would just be samples of something I might bring. Okay. You know, you can see other towns work mm -hmm. before you go to this event, which yes. I did. Oh my goodness, so fascinating. People brought baby shower pictures. Like I thought people would bring stuff that was really more historical, you know, like the medal from my grandfather in the Civil War, whatever. No, people bring all kinds of stuff. Pictures of their barbecues in the summer. Things that maybe wouldn't feel pertinent to me specifically, but that are important to them. But it is history and it's important that we have those things. Mm -hmm. What do we do if we have duplicates? What if say everybody from the library brings a picture of the library? Do those all get scanned in? How does that work? That's a great question. Well, I try my best. Um, 
We, you know, what we most typically get such a broad representation of a given community, and everyone comes at it from their own point of view, that I can't say we've ever had a duplicate at a given roadshow. Although we did have one interesting thing happen once, where um, a road, uh, somebody wrote, brought a photograph of, um, it actually was of the Emerald Isle Orchestra in Dorchester. Um, a, a photograph of a band, an Irish band, basically, from the early 20th century. We had that uh, at a Dorchester ro roadshow collected. Then we held another roadshow about Irish immigration, and someone brought that same photograph wow. <laughs> at another roadshow. That's the only time that's ever happened. That's pretty what neat. Was really cool about that was that they, the second contributor, had was related to someone in the photograph, and so it it brought new information about the photograph that we didn't have before. And how so, exciting. So, so duplicates are fine because what we I really think it's perspective. It's exactly. what it means to you. The and that's kind of the, why, the point I was trying to make. It's yeah. what it means to you, really. Yeah. So, the so in fact, it, it could work out wonderfully if everyone brought the same photograph. What's rich is that everyone has a different take on right. what, what, what that's all about for them. And that is really, I think, what excites me most personally about the Roadshow is that this is an opportunity for individuals and for communities to tell their own stories. It's not um, experts or um, right. big fancy um, Pulitzer Prize winning authors deciding. It's you getting to decide what's important about your past, what's important about the history of this community, and having a voice Wonderful. about well, that's and Shelley, I just wanted to add, to add to that. that the photographs can be, it could be from this decade, something from this decade, it could be from something from last week. If you did want to bring something from your great-grandfathers from the, the turn of the century, that's fine as well because you're talking about someone connected to you and you are connected to Wilmington. So it's really your choice and your, your decade. I say when and don't mm -hmm. bring it along. Right? Now, there are some guidelines uh, about what you want us to bring as far as originals. You don't want photocopies of things. Can you speak a little bit about the nuts and bolts of that? I read in the handbook sure. how what yeah. you want is somewhat specific. Yeah, no, I'm happy yeah. to explain that. So we, um, we do prefer photographs in their original f format. So if it was a snapshot from the 60s, better to bring that actual snapshot than a copy of that. Um, if you have something, um, a photograph from, if, if you have, if it's born digital, if it was taken on your cell phone or um, on a digital camera and you only have it in a digital format, then we'll take it in that. But there's no need to um, take a digital. We, you don't want the folks to do any extra work. Bring it in its original format. Don't make an extra copy. Don't take it somewhere to be copied. Bring me the original. That's right, is what you're saying. We are prepared to copy, and we can copy off any of those formats. We would scan a historical photograph, a print, right. or we will just copy off an electronic version, and we can take it on a thumb drive or a, a CD-ROM or a DVD or a, or a cell phone. Beautiful. Um, so people who say that there are, I know there are many people who lost their photographs, sadly, or they are with another family member, they still probably, if they live in 2017, they probably have photographs that matter to them on their phone. And you can get it off of there too. We can get it off, their, Beautiful. off of there too. Beautiful. Unframed. Oh, yes. yes. Unframed. Very yeah. important. Unframed. Very important. If you have something that is framed and you want to bring it and you're not going to risk damaging it, 
Um, sometimes we can at the preservation station or carefully take it out of a frame or we can find ways at the keepsake station to just use our regular camera to take a picture of it as an object. All right. So we can handle that. Uh, it's a little harder for us. Um, the larger formats in frames are harder. So if you're torn and you need to make a choice, it's better to choose an unframed item. Okay. But we'll work with people um, really to honor and copy and document the things that are important to them okay. as best we can. Charlotte, do we need anything from the community out of the attendance? Do you need volunteers for these stations? How are we doing? What um, do we need? Well, we do need volunteers. Okay. And we're hopeful that the, some high school seniors are going to be um, volunteering. Right, we so will we'll put that out there yes. right now. Yes. We want some high school seniors to a volunteer. And I shouldn't have just limited it to seniors. Some high sure. school students and actually okay. um, Sean Gallagher, the assistant superintendent of schools, is also um, he's a representative of the schools as our community partner and has been working on that. Right. But we may also need um, some um, I'll call them ad adult volunteers as well. And it doesn't have to be for the entire day. It could be for a portion of the day. It could be in the morning or the afternoon. So if anyone is interested in volunteering, please contact me at the library. I, I'm there just about every day, except we're closed Saturdays and Sundays uh, over the summer, but otherwise I'll be there. So please contact me, and I'd uh, love to have you volunteer. Beautiful. And the event again, we're going to say it one more time, September 30th. 30th. It's a Saturday from 10 to 3 at the high school cafeteria. Yes. And we are inviting you to come. We hope you'll come and take the time now to select your three photographs. That's going to be probably your, your biggest decision. Right. And then just show up that day. It's about, again, 30 to 60 minutes of your time. Be very much appreciated, and you'll become part of history if you do. Which is pretty neat. And yep. also, the flavor of this event, from what I've read, is supposed to be very casual in nature, right? Uh, from what I've read here, sometimes people just kind of hang out, and they sort of share photos together after they finish the process. So can you speak to a little bit about the flavor of these events that you've attended and what, it, what it's like? Yeah, um, it's really a great community uh, gathering, almost like an extended family reunion, where people have a chance to share the photographs with one another. As we're scanning photos, we project them onto the wall. So you have an op opportunity to see what other people are bringing. Um, and as we were just talking about volunteers, the team of volunteers from Wilmington um, meshes with the team of volunteers that I bring uh, from UMass Boston. Many of them are students in our history and archives program. Others are individuals from other Massachusetts communities who have volunteered in their communities and they like this event. Right. And so there's a, they're there to listen to stories and exchange stories and there's a, a kind of a, a kind of relaxed buzz to it. But it's all about, it's really a celebration of community and an opportunity to reflect on um, the richness of our past and the heritage that we right. share in Massachusetts. Right, and for the video piece also, if you do opt to do the video piece, this is not really like an interview segment as we talked about, so, you know, certainly be comfortable and casual in what you wear and be yourself, don't worry, you don't have to be a professional orator, you just want to talk about what you brought along, right? Absolutely, and, and some people really don't like to sit in front of a camera and be filmed, although I feel like I'm doing fine, all right? <laughs> um, if that's your preference, the, it's really it's optional, and I want to um, uh, emphasize uh, really what you're saying, Lisa, about the relaxed atmosphere. If you don't quite even from this show get a clear picture of what this is or what to expect, you're welcome to come and just check it out. 
and see what other people are bringing. If I, you feel like you don't have anything to bring, but you just want to see no, what I others are bringing. For me, going to the website and looking at other communities and what they brought helped me to say, oh, I didn't think I could bring that. Oh, I could bring. So if you do that, if you go to the website and you look at some of what other communities brought along, it may give you a little bit more of a sense of what you might want to try to bring. Anything final you'd like to add, yeah, Charlotte, we please? Didn't, uh, we forgot to add yes. is children are also welcome to participate. Oh, right. If they're under the age of 18, they will need a permission slip signed by their parent. Um, but they're welcome to come. Families are, can come, and each family member can bring three photographs. So, Wow. How long does it take for you to gather all this information and then put it on the website after it's done? Is it a year before we'll see the fruition? No, not quite a year. Okay. Uh, I, I was giving you a little yeah. extra time. <laughs> yeah. I wish we could do it really fast because I know people are eager. Uh, it's really about three to four month process. That's very fast. Yeah. It is. That's very fast. <laughs> We'd like to get faster. For all of that stuff and packing yeah. it all up and bringing it home and getting it on the web, that's great. You should applaud yourself. For yeah, that. so if you go to our website, you'll see, hopefully very, very soon, <coughs> we'll have up online the, the materials from the road shows this spring. So in early April, we were in Nahant on the North Shore, and in May, we were in East Ham uh, on the Cape. And those materials, I'm working on pro with my colleagues processing Excellent. Right now, it's all coming to a head, and hopefully Wonderful. by the end of July, those will be up. Um, and mm -hmm. the Wilmington materials will likely be up by Christmas or so. Beautiful. What a lovely gift for the town that's going yes. to be. Anything final you ladies would like to add before we close today? Just please come September 30th, Saturday, September 30th, 10 to 3 at the high school cafeteria. Beautiful. And anything from you? No, we're really looking forward to uh, being in Wilmington, nice. um, coming to Wilmington, mm -hmm. bringing the show. Yes. Uh, I'm excited about it. I really am. Yes, I wanted to thank you, Lisa. For oh, you're welcome. Us. My thank pleasure. you so much. You're welcome. Yes. Well, we had Charlotte Wood and Carolyn Goldstein with us today talking about the Wilmington Mass Memories Road Show. I think we covered a lot of information here, but if you need more, you can certainly reach Charlotte at the library where you'll get all the information you could ever want. And I just want to tell you, you know, go down and check it out. Why not? What else are you going to do on a Saturday anyway, right? right? Just come on down and meet some of the local community members and see what's really going on in the town that you might not know about. So thank you for watching and reminding you the next time someone asks you where's Wilmington, you tell them right here and right here on WCTV. We'll see you next time.